0: Podcast is being brought to you by a better you consulting where we help ordinary people achieve extraordinary goals. Would you like help creating a personal development plan to help achieve your most ambitious goals? Contact us today at a better you consulting at yahoo.com.
1: If you would like your business featured on our podcast, contact us at the Life Room Podcast at yahoo.com. Welcome to the Life Room Podcast. Real life, real Christians, real struggles. Our mission here is simple. Our desire is for everyone to understand how the word of God is relevant to their lives. So each show, you will hear a short teaching, followed by a brief discussion on how that teaching relates to you in your everyday life. So share with someone and allow God's word to come directly into your living rooms, your cars, or maybe into your office. Welcome to The Life Room. So let's jump right into today's lesson, Matthew chapter 16, verses 5 through 17, and verses 20 through 21. I'm saved, but not spiritual. Matthew chapter 16, verses 5 through 17 reads, And when his disciples were come to the other side, they had forgotten to take bread. Then Jesus said unto them, Take heed and beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. And they reasoned among themselves, saying, It is because we have taken no bread. Which when Jesus perceived, he said unto them, O ye of little faith, why reason ye among yourselves, because you have brought no bread? Do you not yet understand, neither remember the five loaves of the five thousand, and how many baskets you took up? Neither the seven loaves of the four thousand, and how many baskets you took up? How is it that you do not understand that I spake it not to you concerning bread, that ye should be, be beware of the leaven of the Pharisees and of the Sadducees? Then understood they how that he bade them not beware of the leaven of bread, but of the doctrine of the Pharisees and the Sadducees. When Jesus came into the coast of Caesarea Philippi, he asked his disciples, saying, Whom do men say that I, the son of man, am? And they said, Some say that thou art John the Baptist, some say Elias, and others, Jeremiah's, or one of the prophets. He said unto them, But whom ye say that I am? And Simon Peter answered and said, Thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. And Jesus answered and said unto him, Blessed art thou, Simon Barjona, for flesh and blood hath not revealed it unto thee, but my Father which is in heaven. This message today is really about encouraging you to go further in your relationship with Christ. It's so great to be saved but there is so much that we are leaving on the table when we don't move beyond confessing that he is Lord of our lives. One of the things that I believe is imperative that we do as Christians is grow. We need to develop a relationship in a way that allows us to take full advantage of all the benefits that God has to offer us. And in our text today, we will see that there are some things that God can only reveal to us when we develop a deeper relationship with Him. And so in our text, we see the disciples who are followers of Jesus, but Jesus is not able to share with them some spiritual things because they couldn't understand it. So let me set up the text for you today. In the previous chapter in Matthew 15, Jesus and the disciples are teaching in Galilee, and there is a crowd of 4,000 men, Now there is also women and children there as well, so the number is likely over 5,000. But this crowd had been following Jesus for over three days. And Jesus, being the incredible leader that he is, senses that the crowd is hungry and begins to talk to the disciples about meeting this need. The disciples are wondering how in the world will we feed all these people? Jesus asked them what do they have, and they indicated that they have seven loaves and a few little fishes. Jesus multiplies this so that there is food for everyone and there is also baskets of food left. That brings us over to our text in chapter 16, where after this great miracle, Jesus goes ahead of the disciples to the other side and he arrives in Magdala, where he has an encounter with the Pharisees and Sadducees who tried to tempt him. And in verse 5, the disciples arrive where Jesus is, and it's at this point that they realize that they had forgotten the bread in Galilee. In verse 6, Jesus warns them to beware the leaven of the Pharisees and Sadducees. Yes, leaven is another word for bread, but Jesus is not talking about bread. He is talking about being aware of the word that the Pharisees and Sadducees are sharing. The Pharisees and Sadducees are dangerous because they are religious, but they are in no way spiritual. The disciples, in verse seven, reason among themselves about what Jesus has just told them and why is Jesus warning them about bread? And even after reasoning together among themselves, they still are unable to understand that Jesus is not talking about physical bread. Watch what Jesus says to them in verse eight. O ye of little faith, Why reason among yourselves because you have brought no bread? Jesus has what looks like a moment of frustration in trying to understand why did the disciples not understand that he was talking spiritual. Jesus is like, did you not just forget? Did you not just remember what I did with the bread not long ago? Why is it that you reason together about a bread issue? The disciples who have seen miracles, yet Jesus can't talk to them about certain spiritual things because they can't get past the natural. Therefore, they can never totally receive that which was among them. See, not understanding the spiritual can oftentimes cause you to miss things even in the natural. What am I talking about? Well, get this. Even if Jesus was talking about physical bread... He has just proven that he can provide that also. So when they realized that they didn't bring the physical bread, one of the disciples should have arrogantly stood up and stated, it's okay that we forgot the bread because we are with the bread maker. And we saw how you made bread when there wasn't enough. And we see how after you fed everyone, we still had more than what we started with. And you did all of this for people who did not have a relationship with you. In fact, most of them came because they needed something. As chapter 15 and verse 30 indicates, And great multitudes came unto him, having with them those that were lame, blind, dumb, maimed, and many others, and cast them down at Jesus' feet, and he healed. So Jesus, if you would do this for them, how much more will you do For those who you call your disciples. But then we get some key information and why the disciples are having issues understanding the spiritual things that Jesus is sharing with them. In a very popular passage of scripture in verse 13 through 15, Jesus asks the disciples, Who do men say I am? And as we know, Peter is the only disciple on record as accurately identifying who Jesus is. And Jesus is so pleased that he blesses Peter, and as if almost in shock that he knew, tells him that it was my Father who revealed this to you. Which suggests to me that, get this, the other disciples were following him without truly knowing him. They were following him without knowing who he was. They were teaching with him, they were leading others to him, yet they did not have a full understanding of who he was for themselves. Can I bring it closer to home? The reason why we often struggle with consistency in serving God, and yes, I said we, it's because we are also like the disciples. Too often we are saved, but not spiritual. We come to church every week. We sing praise songs, dance around the church, and even plant seeds, but we struggle with identifying who Jesus is. We struggle with perceiving how is it that God is working in this situation. We struggle with the plans that God has for our lives. And in verse 20, for the first time, Jesus confirms that he is the son of God, leaving no doubt who he is. And he tells the disciples not to tell anyone that he is the Messiah. Now, the main thing I need you to not miss today is in verse 21. Verse 21 says, From that time forth began Jesus to show unto his disciples how that he must go unto Jerusalem and suffer many things of the elders and chief priests and scribes and be killed and be raised again the third day. The first four words of that scripture are incredibly important. From that time forth. Don't miss it. Jesus does not. He could not. Reveal certain things until they had an accurate understanding of who he was It's not until they know who Jesus is that he can now reveal to them the mysteries that have perplexed them That's why after they know who Jesus is the text says from that time forth There are some concerning things that Jesus can only reveal to you after you get a true acknowledgement of who he is There is a revelation that God wants to reveal to you, but it will require an understanding of spiritual things. Please understand that this is my mission for today, to show you why it's not enough just to be saved. Because there are some mysteries that the Father wants to reveal to you that is going to help you to serve better, that is going to put your mind at ease, but it requires you recognizing who He really is. Now the question becomes... Why is it that Peter knows something that the other disciples don't? I would suggest to you that it's because of the relationship that Peter has with Jesus. Look at some of what we know about Jesus and Peter's relationship. The Gospel of Mark, Matthew, and Luke list Peter as being among the very first disciples called by Jesus, which means he has likely spent more time with Jesus than many of the other disciples. We also know that Peter is considered part of Jesus' inner circle because there are quite a few interactions where only Peter, John, and James are witnesses, including the transfiguration. It's Peter who steps out on the rough water to meet Jesus. And so as you begin to see, despite Peter's issues, he appears to have this desire to stay close to Jesus. Peter is oftentimes overprotective of Jesus. He's quick to defend and fight for Jesus, if necessary, as when he cut off the ear of the soldier who came to arrest Jesus. Now, on a side note, in Jesus's first interaction with Peter, Peter replies, Peter replied to Jesus is go away from me, Lord. I am a sinful man, which lets me know that Jesus did not call Peter because he was without issues. Now let that encourage someone who may have been discouraged from coming to Christ because you have a real messed up past. Jesus knew everything about you just as he did Peter, yet he still called you. He still gave his life for you. But back to what I was indicating about why Peter was able to recognize who Jesus was, I believe that Peter always remained close to the fire gave him access to Jesus in a more intimate way. Jesus even indicates that it had to be my Father who revealed this to you. Can somebody say Holy Spirit? See it's the Holy Spirit that speaks to us and gives us insight to things we may not have otherwise been aware of. So today, I hope that you have seen why it is important that once you become saved, go further. Get closer to him so that he can reveal things to us that are reserved only for those who can see him in the spirit. Let's do like the disciples and move past just being saved. Now it's time to become spiritual. Because what Jesus revealed to them once they knew him intimately was a game changer. He revealed to them the plan. I'm going to die, but in three days I'll be back with more power than i left with. I believe that God is going to reveal to you something that is going to make all that you're going through make sense. Listen, I'm saved, but I'm not spiritual. Well, we hope you enjoyed today's podcast. My name is Sean. And I'm
0: Celante.
1: And we are your podcast hosts. And today we are really going to be discussing how important it is that we move really beyond just being saved, but we go to the point where we are spiritual so that when that God can really reveal things to us that he would like to reveal to us. Because oftentimes there is really so much more that God wants to say to us, so much more that he wants to reveal to us, but it really requires us developing a more intimate relationship with him. you agree?
0: Absolutely, absolutely. I think a lot of times, you know, people think, okay, well, I I go to church, I go to Bible study, I have accepted Jesus into my heart, and that's it. I I just have to go and do those things, you know, maybe open up the Bible every now and again, you know, say my my Father's Prayer before I go to bed at night, and I'm good.
1: Yeah, definitely true. And I I think that kind kind of is what we saw in the text today, because the Pharisees and the Sadducees, I think they were religious leaders, they understood, you know, they could quote things, you know, um, from the Bible or whatever. They could quote scripture, all these different things. Mm -hmm. But the problem was they did not have a relationship. Therefore, I think that is what made them religious because when we go to church, but we don't develop that relationship with God, I think that's what kind of causes us to be religious because we have, we, we know the scriptures, but we don't have revelation. And so God is not able to reveal things to us because we're just strictly, you know, the strictly by, you know, what we see sometimes and so much, there's so much more that God wants to reveal to us.
0: I agree with you a hundred percent. And unfortunately, and I'll, I'll speak from my own personal experience, I think a lot of that has been drilled into us, you know, from a young age, especially if you grew up going to church every Sunday, especially, um, uh, let me. Say the right thing here if you went to certain denominations not necessarily a non-denominational church I think a lot of these things were drilled you do this you do that you say it this way you say it that way you know this makes you saved this makes you a good Christian quote-unquote and you know you're good after that you know as long as you're not doing what we deem to be these big cardinal sins then you know you're okay and so it really takes a lot to unlearn and unpack that you know what That's not who God really is like you you can't you you cannot just say, okay, everything is going to be, you know, um, I have to do this this way. I have to do that way. And if you don't do it that way, then you're wrong. Out of order. Hands down.
1: Definitely. And so that's kind of where I thought we saw that text, because, you know, Jesus really was there. You know, the disciples, what what I thought was so interesting was disciples were walking with Jesus but they did not know who he truly was. They were doing great things, you know, and I'm not knocking the disciples, um, but after they knew who Jesus really was, they were, he was able to show them some things, which which means that after he was able to show them these things, they were able to function better in their purpose because Jesus was able to share with them some things that they couldn't see with their natural eyes, you know? And so that that's so important that we don't get caught up in, Looking at what we're doing because it, it really is possible, like the disciples was to be effective and still not be where God wants you to be. Because if you think about the disciples, they were with Jesus, they were doing things, you know, they were leading people to Christ. But so they were effective, but they, they were not where, where, where Jesus wanted, needed them to be in order to reveal certain things to them. And I, I think that's, you know, so important, you know, even when I think about myself, because it, it's really easy to get comfortable when others see you as effective or even if you feel like you're being effective you you're being effective in ministry you you you, when you minister people get they 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 feel like it's beneficial and so we we get in a place of comfortability when when there's so much more that Jesus wants to use us for to really reveal different things and be able to do different things um um, for his purpose
0: yeah I definitely agree with you on that but that's why it's so important to have that relationship with Christ, so He can actually reveal and give you these revelations. Jesus, to, when when Jesus asked asked Peter, "Who you know? Who do you say that I am?" And when he finally came and said, "You know, basically, you're the Son of God," and He said, "Only the Spirit could have revealed that to you." And so that goes to show that all that time you said, you know, Peter's walking with Jesus, but it wasn't until the Holy Spirit revealed to him who Jesus really was that he was able to kind of open up his eyes and see things the way Jesus had always been explaining it to them.
1: Absolutely. And so I think it's so, you know, really that we really have to really even teach more that, you know, how do we get into a position where God can reveal things that he wants to reveal to us? Cause he has, he had this desire really to speak to the disciples on a more spiritual level, you know, but he just wasn't able to. You know, and so he had to keep things um, more natural. And then you, as you saw in his text, he even had a moment where he was, you know, frustrated. Like, why, you know, is it that you still don't understand what I'm trying to you walking with me? You're talking with me. You're, you're doing these things, but you're still not in, in a place where I can really speak to you. And I, I think we can we can find ourselves frustrated, too. And, and we have to be careful when we when we're. You know, giving the word, and we're sharing God's word. You know, if people aren't, you know, receiving it in the way that we think they should receive it, sometimes that can be frustrating and can be discouraging. You know, because you're like, why do you not see this? You know, sometimes we want want more for people than than they they're actually receiving at that time. So, in order to be encouraged, we have to really look at even from Jesus' standpoint. He had these people, these disciples who were walking with him and they still, it took them a while for they were finally able to see what it was that Jesus was really talking about. He wasn't talking about physical bread. He wanted them to understand, but he, but, but what was so incredible, he set them up to be in a position to understand spiritually. He didn't just expect that, you know, immediately they would understand spiritual things, he said in his text, he, he, when he, when he was that moment of frustration, he began to say some of the things that he did. He said, don't you remember how I fed the 5,000 and then I turned around and fed the 4,000? He began to recall the things that he did in the past. And he's like, I prepared you for this moment where you should be able to understand spiritual. And I think that's. You know, sometimes where he maybe you know, even, you know, with us that he's like, hey, you've seen all the things that I've done in your life. You've seen how, how I delivered you and how I, I saved you from this and how I continue to be in your life and do all these things. Why is it that you're not progressing? Why is it that you're not maturing into a position where now you can move forward and become spiritual and really, really help other people? All right.
0: And I think that all goes back, that question you just asked, why, it all goes back to the relationship. When you don't have that relationship, it's hard to get revelation. Because how? When you're not talking to him. How? When you're not getting in the word. How? When you're not meditating and saying, okay, God, I need you to lead me and guide me. And so, again, I think it all goes back to, like you said earlier, religion. And, okay, you know, because I said I I profess Christ. Because I go to church and, you know, I pick up the Bible every now and again or whatever. But when you're not really getting into the word and getting in his presence and allowing him to give you revelation, you're going to be lost. Unfortunately, that's just that's just the, the sad reality of it.
1: Absolutely. And I think that as we go through life and we we struggle and, you know, we make mistakes and all of these different things. it's We have to remember and don't when, don't find ourselves because it's really easy when you. Feel like you're not perfect. To run away from the things that can help you, you know. A lot of times we find it harder to pray, or we stop going to church because of, of what some somebody might have done to you, or we we stop trusting in God, or what because of what people might have done. And I and I think Peter's example for us was so great because Peter had a, a lot of different things that he was he was struggling with, but. One of the things that I think allowed Peter to be able to see Jesus for who he really was is because he stayed close to Jesus. It doesn't matter, you know, if he if he messed up and, you know, you know, whatever, whatever, whatever he did when he lost faith or whatever, he got right back in it. He didn't he didn't stay out too long. He came back because he always knew That, you know, I need to stay close to Jesus. I know I'm not perfect. I know I'm flawed. I know I mess up sometimes. But the closer I stay to Jesus, the more he's going to be able to change me.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely.
1: So we thank you, Father, for this word on today. We thank you for just your... Uh, ability to be able to break your word down to us in a way that allows us to understand you in a better way. We pray that what we were said today was beneficial to your people. We pray that you would just Open up their hearts so that they shall be able to receive you and allow us to be more spiritual, Father. Allow us to move past being saved, but allow us to receive your revelation that the things that you're trying to say and the things that you're trying to reveal, allow us to be able to open our ears and hear you so clearly. We pray that every distraction that is amongst us, that is keeping us from hearing you clearly and allowing us to fulfill the purpose that you have for our lives, that you would please help us to be able to silence those things so that we can serve you in a better way. We thank you and we ask you to continue to bless us and keep us. In Jesus name we pray. Amen. Amen.